Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge, on Yahoo Sports Radio. Well, speaking of calling, Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for what, Ron? What kind of computer diagnosis? The best. Free. Free. That's right. And within minutes, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. You know, we've been talking to Harvard's Ben Broniker about the draft, but maybe we should have had him speak to our next guest. Larry Brown was the 17th and final player selected by the Dallas Cowboys in the 12th and final round of the 1991 NFL Draft with 319 players selected before him. But of the 334 players who were drafted that year, Larry Brown was the only one who was go on to become a Super Bowl MVP with his two interceptions in the 1996 Super Bowl, sealing the Dallas victory over Pittsburgh and putting him in a select fraternity. And that fraternity has 43 players named a Super Bowl MVP. Larry, thanks for joining us. Hey, glad to be here, guys. Hey, Larry, you were born in Miami, raised in Los Angeles, began your college career as a JUCO running back before spending the final two years as a cornerback at TCU. Joel Buxbaum rated you the 28th best corner in the 1991 draft. So how does a guy with that checker to pass wind up intercepting two passes in a Super Bowl? Well, you just keep working hard. You know, it's all about development, getting better, and growing as a player. And each year, that was my goal. You know, I was very young. I think I was 20 years old when I got drafted. So there was a lot of room for me to develop, and and that's what I continued to do. You were the uh, defensive MVP of the late, great blue-gray game, uh, one of Goose's favorite games. Uh, How much much did your performance there, do you think, uh, help your draft stock? Well, that's a great question. I think it had to help some. You know, again, you know, I was at at TCU at a time where we were not winning uh, very much, and obviously we weren't on TV very much like kids are now. There's so many network guys have a chance to be seen. So I think the Blue-Gray gave a lot of uh, teams an opportunity to see me who may have not saw me before. Well, we're speaking with former Super Bowl MVP Larry Brown. And Larry, as you know, the lower your round, the longer your shot of making an NFL team. Ninth, tenth, and I think eleventh round draft picks in 1991. They didn't make the Cowboys. Yet you not only made that team, you were a starter as a rookie. How'd you do it? Well, I think a little bit of luck has to happen, too. We had a coach named Jimmy Johnson who wanted to play the best players. He didn't care where you got drafted. So I was very fortunate that I didn't go to an organization that got caught up in that and that uh, it was a time where they had a lot of veteran players and they were looking for some young guys to come in and make a difference. And he gave me that opportunity, and I ran with it. So uh, a little luck, a little hard work, uh, they both go together. Larry, Deion Sanders arrived in Dallas in 1995. And as it turns out, you turned in your best season as a pro. You led the team with six interceptions, returned two for touchdowns, then intercepted three more passes in the playoffs, including those two in the Super Bowl. How did the arrival of Dion benefit your career? You know, I think whenever you have a guy like Dion on that other side of you, you're going to uh, get more opportunities. And I think, again, uh, the thing that got lost with myself, I was young. Although guys like Darren Woodson and Kevin Smith, actually got drafted the next year, I still was a younger player than both of them. So they were still older than me. So I, had, I still had a lot of room to develop. And I think each year I got a little bit better than when Deion came in. Uh, you know, I had a few years under my belt now, and uh, my development process was going pretty well. And, and obviously having a guy like that, you're going to have more opportunities. So I think, you know, I had to take advantage of him. But it was fun. 
I was excited, and they said, "Hey, if they're gonna throw at Dion, they're gonna throw at you. I'm gonna make them pay for it." <laughs> do you, do you, Larry, do you think it's it's almost ironic that you had that season in your final year of the contract, which walked you into free agency? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say that. You know, I, I thought I had solid other seasons. To be truthful. You know, I came in as a rookie, 20 years old, started. You know, from the second game of the season, I think we had Russell Merrill, who was the number one pick in the draft, and Alvin Harper. They didn't do that from day one. So to go into the 12th round rookie and also be the youngest player, one of the youngest players in the league for the first few years and accomplish that, that was a big task for me. But uh, I just think truly I believe that my development and uh, over those few years started to catch up with my age. Because I still was younger than Russell and Alvin and Kevin and, and, uh, and, and, and Woody. So I just think I just kept getting better. Now you practice uh, daily against Michael Irvin. You saw – uh, Andre Reed in the Super Bowl, Jerry Rice in the playoffs, uh, maybe more than you would like to have seen him. You competed with Tim Brown and Chris Carter, Herman Moore, uh, Sterling Sharp in the regular season games. It was kind of a golden era for, for receivers. Two questions. Who gave you That's the most right. problem, and what would those guys have done today if they were playing with the rules the way they are now? Well, I, I think all those guys gave me problems, and they're all in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Tim Brown, Chris Carter, these are all Hall of Famers. You know, and uh, these guys, they're all difficult. Art Monk. James Lofton, there are more to that equation. So, But they all were unique. They all were great players. And, and obviously the NFL, to put them in the Hall of Fame, has acknowledged their talent. But I was excited to have an opportunity to compete against the best. When you can compete against the best and hold your own, I think as an athlete, as a pro, that's what you're looking for. And uh, I mean, even some of the younger guys, Randy Moss, uh, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, I mean, those are, these guys are in the Hall of Fame, but they were very talented in their own right. So I, I think I was very fortunate to compete at a high level against some of the best guys in the game to ever do it and, and earn my respect for my peers. Larry, speaking of Randy Moss, and we're, and we're talking with former Super Bowl MVP Larry Brown, but speaking of Randy Moss, if you were on the Hall of Fame Board of Selectors as, as we are and you had one vote, only one vote, and you could put one wide receiver in, Randy Moss or Terrell Owens? Well, if I had one vote, and, and I know you guys will probably disagree with this, I think I'd put Drew Pearson in, you know. <laughs> I think that he deserves that. But it's always hard. You have a number of guys that are deserving, and each era is different. I think for sure if I were going to elect a guy in the Randy Moss era, you know, probably him and even Isaac Bruce, you know, those two are, I mean, they were dynamic. And uh, I don't think it's going to be if they get in the Hall of Fame. The question is when, but – that's a very tough vote, and I'm happy I'm not on that board to have to make that, those types of votes. Larry, what was it about Drew Pearson that, that you liked? Everything. He's Mr. Clutch. You know, you can't say Starbuck without Sam Pearson. I think it's, it's impossible without the names are intertwined together. You know, just as it is Rice in Montana, you know, Harrison and Peyton, uh, the list goes on, Swan and, and Bradshaw. So uh, it's it just I just don't know how anyone could say the name without mentioning Drew Pearson, Mr. Clutch, Mr. Big Game, you know, for so many years for the Cowboys. And uh, and that's also having a, a Hall of Fame running back, you know, uh, and Tony Dora said on the team. So just, it, it, it's tough, but I, I just believe he, he belongs. Larry, how much did the rivalry with the 49ers shape the Cowboys as the team of the decade? Well, it's interesting, uh, Rick, you know this, uh, almost every game was a rivalry for the Cowboys. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles and Buddy Ryan and that Jimmy Johnson thing, Parcells and Jimmy and and then obviously the Redskins and, and the Cowboys. So the 49ers, uh, those four teams, I think, helped to shape uh, those 90 teams of the Cowboys. If you if you're able to get through Philly, Washington, 
and New York, and then on to the 49ers, man, you were prepared. But those are some big games. And, I, and I've always said those games to me were probably bigger than the Super Bowl themselves, those championship games against the 49ers. Uh, those, those were Super Bowls. Those are fun. As a guy who knows what it's like to wait around all day to get drafted and be taken so very late, what, what advice, uh, Larry, would you have for a player selected in the late rounds to at least give themselves a chance to make their team? Well, what I would say is, you know, don't watch the draft. <laughs> Go out <laughs> and just kind of enjoy yourself because there's a lot of speculation. The phone calls, you know, uh, you'll get calls saying, hey, we're thinking that we're about taking you here. You look up and they don't take you. You get another call that we're going to take you there, and that doesn't happen. So it, it could be nerve-wracking. So I think if you're going to be a, 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 a third-day guy, maybe just go spend some time with your family. Don't even pay attention to it and, and let them call you on the phone once you're selected because it is absolutely nerve-wracking because there's so much speculation. You know, I, I thought Atlanta was going to take me. I talked to him like seven times on draft day, you know, and you, you thought you're going to get drafted in the fourth, then fourth goes by, then the fifth, you know, so you just really don't know. And uh, if you don't want to drive yourself nuts, <laughs> I just say, hey, go have a, just hang out with your family, relax and enjoy the moment, and, and hopefully your name gets selected. And if it doesn't get selected, uh, hopefully you can get in a camp and go and improve yourself. Larry, I'll tell you what we really do know. We know we're out of time. Thanks so much for joining us. And on behalf of Cowboy fans everywhere, thanks for the memories. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. That was former Super Bowl MVP Larry Brown. When we return, it's the Masters of the NFL. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com.